You are listening to Changing Careers, and I am Conrad Chua. It's the end of 2019, and I thought I would do something different for this episode. Instead of having a guest talk for 15 minutes, you'll have myself. I'm going to talk about some of the little things that I've done this year that you could try to get better control over your career. One thing that I've seen over this past year that has holding people back is this idea of having to be busy. I've met so many people who can't stop talking about how incredibly busy they are. I appreciate that there are people with really heavy workloads, but for many people, being busy has become almost a badge of honour. You feel that you have to be busy to be valuable, but the disconnect comes from you knowing that no matter how busy you get, you're not accomplishing what matters to you. The solution is not to get busier. There are really only 24 hours a day. The solution is to give 100% attention to whatever you're doing at that moment. And the first thing that I did this year that made a huge difference in this regard was taking control of my digital life. I decluttered my digital space and removed distractions. For those of you who don't know, I work almost exclusively on a first-generation iPad Pro. And much of what I say is going to be iOS-specific, but there are parallels in Android. One thing that doing work on an iPad Pro helps me is that there's only one app or window open at any time. Now that can be seen as a constraint, but it is something that helps me focus on one thing at one time. There have been changes in the operating system that allow two apps to appear side by side, but I rarely use that functionality because I just want to focus. But even on an iPad, apps and services still find a way to distract you with notifications. It used to be that I only received a handful of notifications a day, but now I get a ping every time Ryanair has a promotion. You need to stop those notifications because you can't do good work if your attention is being dragged away all the time. This year, I started the process of weeding out notifications. So when I receive a notification that isn't completely necessary, I stop that app from notifying me. Or I tweak it so that notifications are delivered quietly and only appear on my lock screen. I'm also beginning to turn on do not disturb mode when I'm at the office or working at home. Notifications are not entirely bad. iOS now allows you to group notifications, and while the functionality might not be as rich as Android, you can still do a lot to triage and act on notifications from the lock screen without opening the app. This allows me to sieve out what is important and what needs to be acted on now or can be snoozed. I've also used notifications to cut down my social media usage. I used to be a social media junkie, spending lots of time swiping up on that endless newsfeed on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. I only realized how much time I was spending when I used the Screen Time app on my phone, and I was shocked. There is a better understanding now that social media platforms grow on the amount of time you use them, and so they are by nature addictive. On the other hand, they are useful. So, I only look at Facebook and LinkedIn notifications in the morning to see if there are any updates from my friends and network, and then that's it for the day. This brings me to my second point. This year, I made changes to get good quality sleep. Again, a lot has to do with how I've changed using my digital devices. 
Now, I set my phone and iPad to turn on Do Not Disturb mode an hour before my bedtime. And I leave my digital devices in a separate room from the bedroom. This means that when I'm in bed, I'm not tempted to squeeze in just that few minutes of Twitter that I used to. Because that really affected the quality of my sleep tremendously. And for me, this is important because I'm an early morning person. I wake up at about 5 in the morning because I can do my best work then when it's quiet in the morning. I know not everybody is a morning person, but the principle is the same. You need a good night's sleep to do the best work the next day. So, what do these two points mean for you? I don't expect what I do to work for everyone, but if you can figure out how you can get better focus and control over your life, you can then have more time for yourself, your friends and family. So, what does this mean for you? I don't expect what I do to work for everyone, but if you can figure out how you can gain better focus and control over your life, get better sleep, you can have more time, more quality time for yourself, your friends and family. And you'll have more time to act on all the great things you've learned from my guests this past year. From Paul O'Keefe, we learned about just going out there, trying new things to discover more about yourself. From John Kwan, you learned about the power of informational interviews. And Robert Holtham talked about how we all need to improve our storytelling when we're looking for a career change. Many of the alums I spoke to also talked about the changes that are happening in their industries and how they've managed the transitions in their careers. As we approach the end of the year, and the decade for that matter, it just leaves me to wish you and your family a most wonderful end-of-year holidays. Make sure you spend time with friends and family. Make time to read a book. I'm going to try to finish The Age of Surveillance Capitalism by Shoshana Zuboff. If you've read that book, uh, please tweet at me at conradchua 16 to let me know what you think. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from the podcast this year and we'll be back again next year with more episodes of Changing Careers. 